Uh, again, I'd ask that the uh, Torah that we learn, those who have made the ultimate sacrifice, who gave their life fighting on behalf of protecting the land of Israel and its inhabitants, as well as the victims of terror. In uh, this week's parsha, Parsha Kedoshim, if you look in Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah, so again, uh, similar to last week, the Torah talks about the Isur, the prohibition of Molech, which is some sort of uh, pagan worship, which may or may not, seems to be Machloke Rishonim, which may or may not have involved uh, child sacrifice. The Torah is very, very extreme here. Any of the Jewish people, or whether they're converts, we're going to kill such a person who engages in this activity. And Hashem continues, I'm going to pay close attention to this person. I'm going to take my time to go ahead and wipe this person out. Because this person has given over his children to the Molech worship, he's now, uh, you know, caused my mikdash, my sanctuary, to become profane. He has been mechalel achim kachi. He's, you know, created a desecration of my name. On top of that, If the Jewish people don't take care of such people, they don't put them to death, which is unfortunately the punishment for this activity. So Hashem says, if you guys don't take care of it, then I'm going to take care of it again. I'm going to wipe them out. I mean, just unbelievable stuff. Very, very extreme. Don't engage in the worship of Molech. And like we said, it was mentioned in last week's Parsha as well. So if, in fact, we subscribe to the who understand that the worship of Molech was uh, the offering of one's child uh, to be killed in service to this deity. So it becomes very, very clear that not only is God very much opposed to pagan worship, that's very, very clear. He's made that clear multiple times already in the Torah. He will continue to do so. And we know already one of the Ten Commandments is not to engage in uh, pagan worship. But what we find is that it's particularly egregious to give over one's children in the service of God. That is considered something which is unacceptable, so much so that Hashem says it's a desecration of his name, it's a desecration of his sanctuary. He's going to take time to deal with these people, and if we don't do it, he'll make sure that we... I mean, unbelievable stuff that we don't see him talking about other versions of pagan worship. And why is that? That. So it could be, it could be, and again, obviously, different Rishonim uh, have different opinions, but we as Jewish people, we do not ever, ever, ever glorify death. Ever. That's not what we're about. And we have to remember that specifically on a day like this on Yom HaZikaron, where we remember those who have given up their lives, who made that ultimate sacrifice, who unfortunately were killed for simply being Jewish in the wrong place in a pizza shop or on a bus, right? People who went to protect the Jewish people, to protect their own borders, right? Uh, given over their lives, fighting for Tzahal. So we should remember that while we think about these people and we mourn the loss of these people and we treat these people as heroes, people who are most nefesh, who are most goof, who gave everything, we never ever glorify death. And sometimes our enemies, and I don't know if we don't want to get political, modern day, previous, molech, whatever it is, we have enemies who unfortunately they very much glorify death and they're very happy to give over their sons and daughters in order to be killed, to serve as martyrs. That's never our goal. Do we recognize the heroism of people who serve as martyrs? We absolutely do. But in the best case scenario, like we mentioned this morning, we would never ever want those numbers to grow. The numbers that we hear about of victims of terror, of people who have given over their lives in Sal, we, we don't want those numbers to grow ever. We're not giving out candy and chocolate when we're murdering, unfortunately, people on the other side. We're not excited when we lose our own people. Ever, ever. It's a day of mourning, not ever a day of celebration. And the Molech reminds us that it's a perverse worldview. It's something which God considers abhorrent, something which he says, if you don't take care of it, I will take care of it. And we, when we give over, unfortunately, our sons and our daughters and our brothers and our sisters and our cousins and our husbands and our wives and anyone who's involved, 
right? When we give them over, we recognize what they gave. We recognize that sacrifice. We appreciate that sacrifice. We realize that we're forever indebted for that sacrifice, but we never, ever celebrate their deaths. It's a day purely of mourning. And what's fascinating and so, so interesting, the way we set it up to go from, right, that transition is almost so difficult to go from a Yom HaZikaron into a Yom HaTzmud, a day of great celebration, a day of great joy, a day of uh, giving thanks to Hashem for the establishment of the state of Israel, the great miracle that is Medinah Yisrael. It's difficult for us to make that transition, but it almost gives us that proper challenge to remind ourselves that we don't glorify death, we celebrate life. And our job in establishing a state of Israel is to create a life. Create a life not only for the citizens of uh, the land of Israel, not only for the Jewish population throughout the entire globe. Yes, very much. They are the epicenter of Judaism, whether you like it or not. And uh, the way they uh, carry themselves, the way they interact with others has a great effect on us outside of the land of Israel. Not only are they creating a life for themselves and for us Jewish people, but for the entire world. We are asked, we are challenged to be a model nation for all other nations, right? And that's not true of the Jewish people, but it's true of the state of Israel as well. That's our job to teach the world that we never, ever, and thank God most of the world gets this, most of the world understands this, but we have to teach them this lesson that we celebrate life and we never, ever celebrate death. And that's our job on Yom Atzmud, to remind the world, to remind ourselves that the day of Yom Atzmud, the day of establishment of the state of Israel is a day of creating life, of building and not destroying, of creating peace and not, God forbid, ever the opposite. So it's a challenge, right? Obviously, it's a day of celebration, but it's a reminder that we have a lot of work to do. Our goal is to always, always, always live Al-Kiddush Hashem. We mentioned once in the name of Rabbi Lau, he asked, why is it, right? Avram, we're told in the Midrash, right? He gives over his life. He's willing to be thrown in a fiery furnace, right? In order to not have to bow down to whichever pagan deity uh, that uh, Nimrod wanted him to bow down to, right? An amazing story, yet we never find it in the Torah. And Rabbi Lau asked what you would think that would be the most important story to put in the Torah, right? Avram, he's never ever once communicated with God. Somehow he figures out that there is this idea of ethical monotheism. There's only one God. He's willing to give up his own life, and we don't put that in the Torah. Why is that? So Rabbi Lau reminded us, because you might, might make the mistake of thinking that the goal is to die, Al-Kiddush Hashem. The goal is to give up your life, to make that ultimate sacrifice. And there are times, unfortunately, where we are called upon to do that. That's not the goal. That's worst case scenario. The best case scenario is to live al Kiddush Hashem. And best case scenario, we have a Medina Yisrael, we have a state of Israel that is, you know, abiding by all of the laws, uh, all of the Torah, all the mitzvot, living. Okay, it's not a perfect uh, Medina yet. We're on the proper track, but we're doing a lot better than a lot of other nations. And our challenge amid our celebration is to remember that our job is not to die Al-Kiddush Hashem, but to live Al-Kiddush Hashem. There's a lot of work that's involved in doing that. And for those of us not living in the land of Israel, we can still celebrate, and we can still take on that mission, and we can still do whatever it is that's possible to support the land of Israel, the state of Israel, in that mission. So let's learn the lesson of the Molech. Let's learn the lesson of the establishment of the state of Israel. We don't celebrate death. We only, only celebrate life, and that's our challenge going forward. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashi, Omer, Tzakadosh Baruch, Lezakoh,